You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. So on that basis, therefore, there's a second one, I'll go to this. You therefore can come to God. The same way you can come up to somebody who said, come at 10 a.m. Today, that's the basis for entry. That is the hope. That is the anchor to your soul. That is both sure and steadfast. God says, no matter how impossible what I said to you is, come into the holiest of all. That's where we will settle you. Come, all right, don't go outside and start trying to do stuff to make it happen. Come first. Enter the innermost court. He says, come and lay hold on it. Now, what are we coming there to receive? All right, it's to obtain what the scripture calls the eternal inheritance. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 15. Hebrews 9 and verse 15, it says, For this cause is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, this is the reason why he is the mediator of the New Testament that is established upon better promises, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first. They which are called might receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. Which means a mediator so that you can receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. Now, I'll explain what this means. The eternal inheritance is the spirit of God. So he's saying, I'm now at the right hand of the father, mediator. All right, any promise that you bring here. And you come into the holiest of all here with that promise. We are going to give you the eternal inheritance there and give you that inheritance for that particular promise. No matter what the promise is, if the promise of healing will give you the eternal inheritance, if the promise of this will give you this, no matter what it is, we are giving you the eternal inheritance. Now, what's eternal inheritance? The eternal inheritance is the Spirit of God. Now, I want to show you something. You say, how do we know this? Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13. Christ has redeemed, he says, for the redemption of the transgression. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. All right? They made a curse for us. For, all right? For it is written, curse everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, that we might receive the promise. Now, it's one promise here. Yeah? Of the Spirit of God through faith. In other words, that's the promise of the inheritance. You say, Pastor, this is not, it's not totally convincing. I agree with you. All right? And we don't just suppose in Scripture, which means that many people preach and then you jump three places and continue. Because once you're a pastor, nobody can ask you questions. Just preach what you preach and leave. All right? So even though it's not clear, people don't even ask you. Now, how do we know the Spirit is the inheritance? Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13. It tells us, in whom after you trusted, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom after you believed, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of what? Promise, which is the, who is the earnest of our inheritance until the purchase possession. In other words, the word earnest means first installment, first fruit, all right, this, which means that there is a lot that God has for you throughout eternity as a result of the death of Jesus, you go to heaven, there are many things there. But on this earth, what he's saying is that the first installment of that inheritance is the Holy Spirit that he has given and deposited on the inside. So, this is what we're saying. When you take your hope 
and the expectation to God in prayer, praising him and worshiping him, what God imparts into every single person is the spirit of God within in order for that thing to be fulfilled. Let me explain what I'm saying. If you want a car that costs 15 million naira, and somebody said, I will give you the car, and he says, come on Monday morning for the car, and you come to the person's office, and the person gives you 17 million naira, have they given you the car? Yes, but they gave you the means through which you will buy the car. They gave you the currency you used to purchase it. When you bring the promise, God imparts the spirit, then go and make use of the spirit to get that thing. That's what the church doesn't understand. Now, that's what Paul was saying in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 19. He said, I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and what the supply of the spirit of Jesus according to my earnest expectation and my what? Hope. So what is going to be imparted is the spirit of God. He pours forth the spirit into your soul. Now, the spirit has two dimensions. You see that it's going to manifest, maybe one or both, all right? He will manifest power if, it's, if it requires power, or he will manifest wisdom in you. That's why when the spirit comes in, he begins to lead you. Now, if you disobey the leading of the spirit, that thing will not materialize. If you pray for a job, all right, one day he was talking, he said, how did I get my breakthroughs in life? He said, look, I was there worshiping God, praying, and God told me, get up and go to a cool hotel back then. He said, I got there. And I stood, and I was looking around, and I said, God, why did you send me to this place? And I was looking around, I was looking around. He said, then suddenly I saw a white man there, and they were harassing him at, at, the, at the reception, and he went, he said, just said, as a lawyer, I just went there, like, what, what are you harassing? He said, why are you harassing me, sir? And they said he didn't pay me. He said at that time people thought the, 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 the Nigerian people use cards and all that. He came with his express card and all that. He said, you don't take, you take cash here, my friend. You get out of the room and all of that. And while they were there, he now told him, he just took up the case and said, I'm his lawyer. Now, if you don't do this, I will sue you. I will do this. This was God's case. They said, you can go back to your work. The man gave him his card and rose to go and said, listen, give me your number. I'll call you. He said, the man called him, only for him to fly him. He said, that was the first time he entered first class to Houston. When he got there, he was a massive oil magnate. He said, since that day, I've been flying first class. <laughs> but if he didn't go to a co-hotel, do you get what we're saying here? If he didn't go to a co-hotel and he was waiting, which people some, for them were, were waiting, you don't follow your heart, follow what's within. You are looking on the outside. Do you get what I'm saying? God, the Holy Spirit that comes in, he comes in to get you somewhere. So it's either power or right or wisdom. He orders your steps all right. All right, so let's look at it here. And, and I'll show this. I will close today. First Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 5. Let's see it here. So the Spirit comes, and this is what I came to say today, so that we don't, because sometimes we say more than too much, and people forget any, everything. Okay? So the first is to know how to hear heaven. The second one is that when you come in, what he's transferring into you is the currency because God wants you to know how to do it. That's why Jesus said, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. 
He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers. This is spoke about the Holy Spirit. That is why when they were threatened, they went back to God. Look at their prayer. They understood. They didn't say, God, kill the people. God, do they just say, God, grant unto us that we might speak the word boldly. That by the stretching forth of your hand, that hand is the spirit. All right, there'll be a demonstration. We'll see this of the spirit. They said signs and wonders. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken. And what was the answer to prayer? They were what? Filled with the Holy Spirit. Once they were filled, God said, I've answered your prayer. You get what I'm saying? Because when Jesus was on the earth, if you wanted anything done by the Father, you went to Jesus. Are you following what I'm saying? Jesus said, it is more expedient for you that I go. For if I don't go, the Holy Spirit cannot come. He is now going to take my place. So if you have any need, you don't have to come and look for me physically anywhere. You pray the word there, and the Holy Spirit comes in you to get that job done. Are you following me? Now, I, honestly, I wish somebody taught me this way when I was a young Christian. I wish I heard it. Because I won't have been checking outside for anything. Because once the Holy Ghost comes on the inside of you, is it that you're going to call that thing forth into existence by prophetic utterance, which is power? Or he's going to lead and guide you. That's what I said P Peter did. He knelt down and prayed. And after he had prayed, the Holy Spirit came on the inside. And then he stood up and said, Docas, come forth. When Mary said, how can these things be? Jesus was, um, the angel was saying, we'll give you the inheritance to make it happen. He says, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee and the power of God shall do what? Overshadow thee. Let me read to you what John G. Lake said. John Gillick said, the medium by which God undertakes to bless the world is through the transmission of himself. Now the spirit of God is his own substance, the substance of his being. The very nature and quality of the very presence and being and nature of God. Consequently, when we speak of the spirit being transmitted to man, into man, we are not talking about an influence either spiritual or mental. We are talking about the transmission of the living substance and being of God into your being and into man. Not a mental effect, but a living substance. The living being, the actual life being transmitted, imparted, coming from God into your being, into my being. He said, bless God. The ministry of the Christian is the ministry of the spirit. He not only ministers words to another, but he ministers, he says, Christ, which is all right, the spirit there. So 1 Corinthians 2, 5. It says this, 1 Corinthians 2, 5. All right, let's start from verse 4. He said, now, look at what he says here. My speech and my preaching was not with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in a demonstration, which means your words can demonstrate. That's what I said. was a demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. How be it? All right, 
Next step. We speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world. So he says, we're now going to wisdom now. He says, we speak that among, he says, we talked about power dimension. But he says, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. The word perfect means mature. So he says, look, once I get in mature, to greater levels of maturity, God will not be using direct power. He'll be using wisdom to teach you. Do you get what I'm saying? All right? You can get a job by power calling you forth, but you can't build a career with power. You have to be by wisdom. You can say, my husband comes for the husband comes, but it's by wisdom. Do you understand the family is built? So you have to start using wisdom. You can use power to get your body healed, but it's through wisdom you remain healthy. Do you get what I'm saying? All right? So wisdom begins. Now let me show the kind of wisdom he's talking about. Now he says this. Among them that are perfect, not the wisdom of this world, not the things of this world that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world to our glory. He said, which none of the prince of this world knew, had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. According as it's written, all right, as it's written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of any man, the things that God has prepared for them that love him, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searcheth. So this wisdom we're talking about is that the Holy Spirit starts revealing to you things no man knows. Let me say this here and I'll close with this. No man knows what we talked about. Let me talk about the wisdom. No man knows. Look, you know, all these things that we are praying, God, they must promote me. God, they must promote me. They must pass work. God, they must promote me. They must promote me. God, they must promote me. God, they must promote me. God, 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 they must promote me. God, God, it's unnecessary. Okay? God, touch the heart of the king. The heart of the king is in the hands of God. Punish my way. It's unnecessary. He's just informing you that the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. And that wherever it's turned, it's me that turned it. Even when it's not in your direction, I'm the one that turned it. <laughs> okay? So why all these things we are praying, all right, is because we don't, we are looking for external manifestation without internal transformation. God's method is to pour his spirit inside. When the spirit begins to walk inside you with wisdom, what no man's eyes has seen, no man's ear heard, you are bringing it to the job, automatically you get promoted. Promotion is not a prayer point. It's a result of excellence. Because the truth about the matter is, if you are bringing to the table what nobody is bringing, let me tell you this. The boss knows that if you say I'm going, he calls you straight. Did anybody offend you inside this room? Look, you can confide in me. Even if it's the number two man that offended you, tell me. I know I will solve this problem. Don't go. What is the problem? How much money do you want? They, isn't that what Lehman did to Jacob? He said, come, come. Okay, we will split the business. You can, I will show you this, operate with the wisdom of God inside the place that they give you shares. If you tell them that I, listen, I have an offer somewhere else, they can say we can arrange for you. The policy of that organization is you cannot have another job. But they will arrange for you. Arrange for you. After a special board meeting that will not be disclosed to anybody, that you can walk here and over there at the same time. Because they know that two hours of your brain is bringing more than all these people here that are here for 24 hours. I'm talking about the reality of life. 
does people manifested power and they said gods have come to us. All right? Remember when 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 uh, it was it was Paul? I don't know because Acts 14. When he told the man stand up, they said the people that saw the man stand up late, they said gods have come in flesh. The second time when a snake beat him and he threw the snake into the fire, they said, listen to me, gods, these people are gods. Which means the Holy Spirit wants to deify, wants you to partake of the divine nature. When Jesus spoke to the wind, yeah, what they say? They said, no, what manner of man is this? When he taught, they said, where did you get this wisdom? This is what God is saying. See what happened here in Daniel 5. I'll close with this here. And just view this here, all right? Because, look, and we have to reteach these people. This prosperity we are teaching by prophecy and by favor. You have to receive prosperity and favor. The favor that you are just daft and they come and give you something. Oh boy, it's causing trouble. And Pentecostals are responsible for this thing. Methodists don't teach it. Catholics don't teach it. They teach work. We are the ones that just descended. And people have entered into that state of mind, wasting their life, waiting for somebody to bring the wealth of the wicked. Nobody's bringing anything to your house. All right? Which, since you have been waiting, how has come to your house? Does it take God this long? Who have you heard that they're going to bring wealth? Who in this world have you heard that they're going to bring wealth to their house? What rubbish is that? What that scripture is saying is that the wealth of those, those who are oppressive to their staff in getting wealth, that wealth will be transferred to those who run their businesses with justice. It's not talking about born again and not born again. Nothing is born again. So you mean because he's not born again, you're not speaking in tongues. They'll bring their wealth. Uh, you say, but the Egyptians gave the money. That money was originally brought by the Jews to them. It was Joseph that got them that cash. God doesn't steal. He doesn't do injustice. Favor doesn't mean injustice. Do you get what I'm saying? Anybody that found favor in the sight of a king, Joseph, was he unjust for him to have been promoted? Where have you, where, you know, somebody said something, it's correct. He said you will never see anywhere that Jesus and his friends were under a tree. Do you get what I'm saying? was about his business. You are with boys under the tree. Show, oh yeah, which, <laughs> which friend of Jesus did they record in scripture? Uh, they say, we are the, this one, my guys. But, uh, <laughs> aha, my G's. Why do you know the Jesus? We knew brother, sister, but did you say anywhere? He was about his business. See what happened here. Daniel chapter 5 here. And verse, and verse 10. Now, so what had happened, I'll close with this. The king had had a dream and nobody could interpret, all right, the dream. All right? So they were struggling in the, in the king, in the, and this is like civil service. Are, are you following what I'm saying? Nobody, it's a national problem now. Okay? Nobody knows how to solve the world, national problem. Then, look at what happened. The queen, now king, listen to her. By reason of the words of the king, because the king was disturbed and was saying all kinds of things, and his lords, and came into the banquet house. And the queen spoke and said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, 
nor let your countenance be changed, which means don't be worried about these things and don't get crestfallen and you are sorrowful about it. And the king must have wondered, why are you saying this? Look at what she said. She said, next verse, there is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods, which means this is what God wants to give you, that he imparts the spirit when you are at work. After some time, people say, there is somebody in this place that is carrying the eternal inheritance. Do you get what I'm saying? You are looking for promotion. He says, I will give you the spirit. When the spirit begins to manifest in you, they will come and look for you. Look at what it says here. In whose spirit? In the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods was found in thee. Whom King Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father, made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Verse 12, it says, For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams, and showing of hard sentences, and dissolving doubts. All right? Were found in him, in the same Daniel, whom the king named Balthishagar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will show thee. That means the woman said, uh, listen to me, go and call him. We will have the answer. We guarantee that this man, it's not that she didn't say, let's call to check whether he may know. He may, he may be able to know. He said, go and call him. He will show you the word interpretation. In other words, whatever he had was permanently resident in him. Look at the next verse. The Bible says, then Daniel was brought before the king. And the king spoke and said, Daniel, thou, the Daniel, which are of Judah, the captive of Judah, whom the king, my father, brought out of Jewry. And then he says, next verse, it says this, I have, I have even heard of thee, that the spirit of the gods is in thee, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in thee. Verse 15, he now went on, all right, and, and said, and now the wise men have been brought in before me that they should tell them make known this, and they couldn't know the interpretation of this. Next verse, and then he talked about it. All right, look at what it says. Look at promotions. I have heard of thee, that thou can make interpretations and dissolve doubts. Now, if you can read the writing and make known the interpretation thereof, Thou shalt be clothed with scarlet, which means what you are wearing will change. And you have a chain of gold about your neck, and you shall be thought ruler in the kingdom. This is not prayer point that God touched the heart of the king. I'm not doing anything, but make him make it as uh, 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 deputies, you will be there. They will bring somebody else from outside. Do you get what I'm saying? Make the person. You will now start complaining. I've been here for 15, 20 years. Then you open the Bible and you will see that Jesus, two people came to, people were working in the field. One came 11th hour, one came at the beginning. He paid them the same. That one, 11th hour, said, I've been here longer. You hear what Jesus said. That the first chapter, you will hear it yourself. He will show you. Do you get what I'm saying? It says injustice. Time is not the way in which you pay. It's the value you bring to the table. And you can't cheat this man. Because if he leaves your kingdom, asset has gone. Are you following? It's better he's inside than outside. Because outside he will charge you as a consultant. <laughs> and if he's the only one with the answer, whatever he calls, you must give. 
In fact, they'll be having meetings over you. Looking at 10 years ahead before you know what's coming. That this person, let's give him sugar. Let's give him Dialectra. Okay, show him Kayapa. Let's put him abroad to school in Canada so that it doesn't occur to him. <laughs> that he's leaving. When we show the dream, before he knows what's happened. Because if we don't show the dream, and this person goes, oh boy, we'll be left in no land local government. That's what God wants to place on our hearts. All right? So as that light begins to fall, as those man- the manifestations start from everything. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that that which has been taught this morning shall be upon their experience in the future. And as they come up to you, Lord, you will reveal them and you will yield to them concerning the And as they enter into your presence, you will start to manifest. There will be an impartation, a transference of the You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation, 